Welcome once again to Leto's Law. Here's Steve Leto. Many of the Europeans in my audience have traveled by train quite a bit, and I've spent time in Europe and traveled by train over there. And uh, it's a very pleasant experience, and it's actually pretty efficient, and it's amazing where you can get by train and how easily. You know, so for instance, you can land in London at the airport, jump on the tube, get into London, transfer to a train, take the channel over to Paris, and then walk out in the sunshine of Paris, the Gare du Nord, and that could be the first time you were outdoors from when you were landing the plane over in London. Not that you yourself were landing it, but you were on the plane as it landed. Now, a lot of people who've never been to Europe and have lived their entire lives in America know about trains primarily because they've been stopped at an intersection while a train went through. <laughs> but I know people who've never traveled by train other than like at the zoo or something. And so I've been on a train a couple times. You can take a train from Detroit to Chicago and I have a publisher in Chicago. So I used to go there and visit them by train. And it was an interesting way to travel, but it was, uh, it was different. You know, all the stops along the way made it to be where you could probably drive it just as fast. But of course, when you're sitting on a train, you can just sit there and watch the scenery go by or read a book or talk on the phone, whatever you want to do. And so it's a different kind of experience. Now, here's the problem. Once in a while, we hear about really, really bad experiences on board trains in America, which, again, is a different kind of experience. But I've never been through something like this. But NBCNews.com reports, and John sent me the notes, and Steve, check this out. Passengers stuck on Amtrak train for hours in rural South Carolina. Now, if you're going to get stuck on a train, South Carolina might be the place to do it. I've been there. It's very nice. But for one man and his family, what began as a fun trip to Florida turned into a nightmare after a train ride, which was scheduled to be a 17-hour trip, turned into a 35-hour ordeal. So the trip wound up being twice as long as expected. And instead of the better part of a day, it was the entire day and then another half. So passengers were stuck on an Amtrak train traveling from D.C. to Florida for almost a full day longer than expected after its route was diverted in rural South Carolina due to the derailment of a freight train. So their train didn't derail, but another train did. So for the man, uh, it became that nightmare. He said, we had a limited amount of time for our vacation. It felt like it's just done. He told NBC News in a phone interview early Wednesday, he was still on board the train with his wife and their son. So he's talking to NBC News while he's still on the train. The train had departed from Virginia at around 5.30 on Monday was scheduled to arrive in Sanford, Florida at around 10 a.m. Tuesday. But by 4.30 a.m. Wednesday, around 35 hours after the departure, it had still not reached its destination. He added that crew members had announced the train was expected to arrive at its destination around 6 a.m. So the man's a software engineer for a media company, said his family had originally planned the trip for November, but they were forced to reschedule after the train was canceled due to Hurricane Nicole. So... The weather affects train travel uh, as, as it does air travel. So he says, I just feel like I'm bad luck. That's how I feel. Now, the Amtrak auto train was affected by significant delays after a CSX freight train derailed in South Carolina. Spokesperson for Amtrak said in a statement early Wednesday morning that the Amtrak train was detoured off its normal route in order to continue operating south. So they had to take a different route, but they were still heading in the right direction. Spokesperson said passengers were provided with regular updates along with meals, snack packs, and beverages and said the train was expected to arrive in Florida early Wednesday morning. McFadden said that if he had been given the option of getting off the train, he would have, but he said passengers were told they would not be able to do that at any point. 
He also said that at one point, after he had posted a video on YouTube of an Amtrak worker addressing passengers, passengers were asked over the intercom to refrain from sharing videos and photos on social media. (laughs) Yeah, no, how's that? He further questioned why the train stopped at one point for hours waiting for relief crew members to arrive. The question that we're asking is why did the train have to stop in the middle of nowhere, not even a small station, and have crew drive to the train? Well, I'm assuming that there's laws regarding how long crew members can work. I I don't argue with that. I don't want my train being driven by people who are overtired just because I'm in a hurry. I, I get that. That's a safety issue. But he said at one point his seven-year-old son was convinced we could get off the train and began putting on his shoes. We had to tell him you can't get off the train. And he was really sad about that. Son, everyone on board this train is sad right about now. Amtrak did not immediately respond to an overnight request for further information, including on why the train stopped where it did and how long exactly it was delayed in South Carolina. Now, the man who's talking to the media here after being told not to, but I salute him because he can do anything he wants with respect to the media. He said that he felt that the situation could have been handled better if somebody decided that revenue is not the most important thing. In October, and this is the one I remember now, passengers on an Amtrak train headed from Detroit to Chicago were also affected by major delays when a trip meant to take around five hours, ended up taking nearly 20 after the train lost power. NBC Chicago reported on that case. In that one, passengers were reportedly able to get off the train well before it reached Chicago. And I remember seeing that because passengers actually bailed. Like the train was stopped and and people realized, I think based on their phones showing them where they were, that there were roads nearby. And some people just said, see ya, and got off the train and then went and found alternate transportation because I believe they were like halfway to Chicago. So now out in rural South Carolina, I'm not sure what you're going to be able to you know, get out there with respect to alternate transportation. But the real question, of course, is if this happens to you, what do you have coming to you as, as some form of uh, compensation or something that's going to make this good? Does Amtrak have any liability? And of course, the question is answered by going to look at their website and looking at their terms of service terms and conditions of their service. And they've got those on there. And as you can imagine, it's just page after page you scroll by. But then you get to a section called Force Majeure. Force Majeure event. Amtrak may, in the event of a Force Majeure event, without notice, cancel, terminate, divert, postpone, or delay any train or the right of carriage without liability except to issue a refund. The refund will be made in the original form of payment in accordance with the refund rules for any unused portion of the ticket. Force majeure includes any condition beyond Amtrak's control, including but not limited to meteorological conditions, acts of nature, riots, civil commotion, embargoes, wars, hostilities, or disturbances actual, threatened, or reported. Also because of any delay, demand, circumstance, or requirement due directly or indirectly to such conditions. Think of the biblical list there. locusts (laughs) any strike work stoppage slowdown lockdown or any other labor related dispute or any government regulation demand or requirement or any shortage of labor fewer facilities or any fact not reasonably foreseen so that derailed train means that this kicks in so they have the right to delay the trip and if they canceled it you get your money back but that's pretty much what your limitations are Now, there is a disclaimer of liability because, of course, there is. 
Amtrak's fares, schedules, equipment, routing, services, information are not guaranteed and are provided as is without any warranties of any kind, either express or implied, and Amtrak disclaims all warranties, express or implied. And I've talked about this before, whether you can disclaim an express warranty. Because an express warranty, by definition, is one that you negotiated and you got someone to give you a warranty. It doesn't make sense that they can negotiate it with you and then disclaim it. it. It's literally something that doesn't make sense. It's nonsensical. Now, there are some people who say that, that it can be done because theoretically the parties can agree to anything. But I think that to suggest that the parties agreed that they would negotiate a warranty that doesn't exist doesn't make sense. But I'm willing to admit that philosophically that argument can be made. I just disagree with it. Amtrak reserves the right to change its policies without notice. <laughs> so that's what we call the ultimate catch-all. They have a whole wall of text saying what their policies are, and then they say Amtrak reserves the right to change its policies without notice. Amtrak further specifically disclaims liability for any inconvenience, expense, or damages, incidental, consequential, punitive, lost profits, <coughs> lost profits, lost business, or otherwise resulting from errors in its timetable, shortage of equipment due to delayed trains, except when such delay causes a passenger to miss an Amtrak train guaranteed connection. See, a guaranteed connection would be an express warranty. So they're selling this to you as is with an express warranty. They're admitting that, yes, we will honor the express warranty. So just pointing that out for you. And it goes on and on and on and on. But the key here is when you book travel on an Amtrak train, things can happen for which they're not liable. They're going to get you there eventually. If they don't get you there eventually, you can get your money back. But if they get you there eventually, there you go. So that's one of the perils of train travel. So any form of travel is going to have its perils, right? Uh, get on a train, it gets stuck someplace. You get an airplane, it gets grounded someplace. You're getting in a car to drive someplace and a highway is closed. We've all seen those happen in the wintertime where there's a massive snowstorm and a 75 car pileup. And there are a lot of people who are stuck there who aren't necessarily injured. Their car might be damaged, but they're stuck there because there's so many cars in front of them and in back of them that they can't get their car out and there's snow everywhere. It's going to take a day or two to straighten that out. And so the best you can hope for at that point is that someone's going to come by and give you a ride to a local hotel and then you can come back later and get your car, assuming your car is okay. So stuff can happen, but it's stuff like this that makes the news because it happens, you know, this is the first time this year. Previous one in October in Michigan was the only time I heard about last year. So at this rate, let's just call it once a year. But <laughs> you've always got to worry about that when you have a vacation, right? The travel at the front end and travel at the back end. Uh, you don't mind so much if the travel at the back end of the vacation, meaning you're coming home, gets screwed up because it doesn't ruin your vacation. It might ruin what you're coming home to, but it doesn't ruin your vacation. On the other hand, if it happens at the front end of your vacation and you, you know, chew up a few extra days getting to Florida, well, that's a problem. But legally, can you do anything about it? Not a whole lot. So remember, force majeure is the word of the day, and that's two words. <laughs> but that is, in essence... Uh, a big event beyond control of humans, force majeure. So there you go. Passengers stuck on Amtrak train for hours in South uh, Carolina. NBCnews.com reports it. And by the way, obviously, when Amtrak comes on and says, would you please not post stuff on social media? Number one, more people will because you've reminded them that that's what they can do. And number two, they've got no right to tell you that. So you can just go ahead and 
post on social media at, at your content. And of course, same thing. When NBC News contacts you while you're on board the train to interview you, you can talk to them all day long also. <laughs> so there you go. John, thanks for sending it. Questions or comments, put them below. Let's talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Lato's Law. Put off everything until tomorrow. You've made enough mistakes today.